time. Time now for the Natural Health Show. This is the place. The one and only Natural Health Show. For natural health information and conversation. It's the Natural Health Show. Coming to you in three, two, one. Makes you wonder sometimes. If you could change your life by changing your food. Or if you could change your life by changing your medicine. Or if you could change your life by changing your mind. And what kind of mind-blowing experience it would be if all three changed at the same time. Mind, body, medicine. Making change would really be making revolution and sometimes that's just what we need. A personal change, a personal revolution. By the way, we're here to help with that. Hi, I'm Steve Herringer. This is what you've been listening for. It's The Natural Health Show. This program is an environment, a space, a place where you know all we focus on is natural health and natural healing. Today, as per usual, Julie Daniluk brings us The Natural Health Show's nutrition break. She says, Mama was right. Fish is brain food. We can be happy, smart, and pain-free by putting more salmon on our dinner table. Julie has more in about 15 minutes. Also this hour, Dr. Hal Gunn joins us for our research update. He says healthy eating may reduce our risk of developing depression. He has the research to back it up as well, and we'll hear from Hal later in the show. Finally, Dr. Carl M.D. tells us a Mediterranean diet keeps people genetically younger. He's got the details coming up. This lineup sounds like we have a cooking show underway, but it's really an eating show and so much more. Of course, health highlights are also on the way this hour. By the way, today's show is sponsored by Renew Life. Renew Life is making this program possible, and we thank them for their continued support. Brain and memory is our topic today, and if you follow our program, you are familiar with this weekend's guest. Registered holistic nutritionist Caroline Farquhar is here, and she's always a welcome guest. Caroline, it's nice to have you back on the show. Thank you for having me. Super interesting show today, by the way, because we are not going to discuss bowel health. <laughs> not that that is not interesting. And you are our expert digestive health person. But we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to be talking about uh, the goodness we find in our little finned friends. The oils from certain fish are necessary for us to consume because... We don't produce these oils ourselves. Omega-3 fatty acids we're talking about. We need to consume food that has omega-3s in it. Good for brain health, heart health, and joint health. So really, uh, it is, it's, it's a big part of the natural health conversation, omegas, these days, isn't it? Yeah. It's probiotics and omegas. These are the two things. And because it's part of this, this conversation, lots of people talking about it, why don't we get an explanation of the action of these omega-3s in the body, the layman's version, of course, Caroline. <laughs> yes. There's, they do quite a bit of quite a few things in the body. So they help to lower bad cholesterol, which raises the good cholesterol. They reduce inflammation. Uh, that includes our arteries, our joints, even in our lungs and other organs. So we're hearing that it's good for things like uh, asthma. Um, it's great for the digestive lining. Um, it helps to to make uh, nice, strong, healthy cells. Um, they can help lower blood pressure. They help keep the blood sugar stable. They help your hair, skin stay healthy. And so that's just the smallest. They do quite a few things in our body. And in fact, it's probably one of the most studied nutrients out there. There's over 7,000 
thousand studies that have been That's done. That's what I hear. I, on there have been so many studies that that talk about what omega threes uh, can help us uh, get through. And like you say, it's heart, joint mind and that's what we're going to talk about today is is what is this connection between brain health and memory and omega-3 fish oils so tell me about the 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 effect that that fish oils would have on cognition well omega-3 compounds from fish oil they're highly concentrated in the brain tissue and it's very very important to our brain development our memory the performance and the behavior of our brain so about two-thirds of our brain is actually made of fat so it makes up part of the actual brain structure so that's that's really important and that's why it's so important for pregnant women to have enough omega-3s in their body because it helps the baby's brain develop optimally but it's also involved in the synthesis and function of of the neurotransmitters within the brain, which are what transmit the signals throughout the brain. So without proper function of the neurotransmitters, uh, we can get depressed, we can have anxiety, poor memory, and reduce cognitive function. So yeah. they're a huge integral part of our brain. So uh, and let's just stick with this this, um, this depression issue. Antidepressant drugs continue to raise concerns about their side effects, which include they're serious suicide clinical worsening of depression and unusual changes in behavior in adolescents and children these are these are antidepressant drugs uh, an md by the name of joseph hibbeln from the national institute on alcohol abuse and alcoholism tells life extension magazine the strongest evidence was found for managing major depressive symptoms with the effect of omega-3s being at least as great if not greater than antidepressant medications so regarding these powerful fatty acids, uh, Dr. Hebeln uh, further notes the deficient intakes may increase risk of mental illness. I mean, that's pretty powerful stuff. Uh, it, and it comes from traditional Western medicine. So, so what do you think about these things? Is, is, is it strong enough to, to deal with incidents of, of depression, do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's really exciting to hear that mainstream doctors are actually acknowledging this. And the EFAs found in fish oil, they reduce inflammation in the brain, which contributes to things like depression, anxiety, and other brain issues. So the great thing is that they're safe to use and cause multiple side benefits, not detrimental side effects. Well, that's the thing. The antidepressants, they work, but they have... Uh, so many side effects that that they're danger. They have that's a danger in itself. Well, finding the right antidepressant for the right person at the right time is is a crapshoot, you yeah. know. And yeah. and I've got multiple friends and even family members that have or have been on antidepressants and finding the right one is difficult. And sometimes they'll be on one that makes it worse. Right. And then, then they're down this spiraling staircase that they can't seem to... And then to... try something else, and then try something else. Exactly. So uh, the great thing is that I've personally seen, since I've been recommending that maybe perhaps they try fish oils, yeah. um, that it's made a very big difference in their lives. So I've personally seen the difference. I can see and I can say that it has helped the people that I know. Well, and it's interesting that if there is a deficiency in omega-3s with our, in our bodies, um, perhaps a chronic deficiency, uh, then, then it, uh, it can have a lot of detrimental effects, in, in, including probably contributing to any depression that might be floating over our heads. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of studies are showing that deficiencies in omega-3s are causing a lot of issues that we might not be connecting. So 
people with ADD, ADHD, those types of things are have a marked lower level of omega-3 in their body. So if you increase those omega-3s, they're noticing that it is improving these conditions. So it's, again, with all the studies that are coming out, we're seeing all the applications of omega-3s in our body and how incredible they are to our bodies. It's the Natural Health Show. Steve Herringer here with holistic nutritionist Caroline Farquhar. And Caroline, let's switch gears quickly and look at American ginseng. Native Americans use the root as a stimulant and uh, to treat headaches, fever, indigestion, and infertility. Ginseng actually remains one of the most popular herbs in the U.S. and Canada. Ginseng may help boost the immune system, reduce the risk of cancer. And here's the important part to us today in our conversation. Ginseng may improve mental performance and well-being. Tell me about American ginseng and omega-3s. Well, yeah, American ginseng is awesome. And, and it's something that I take every day. And it's been clinically proven to increase cognitive performance by 10% over six hours. So it contains chemicals called ginsenicides, which show cognitive enhancing properties in studies and benefits processes linked to increased cognitive performance. Uh, It improves your working memory capacity. It increases your attention accuracy. uh, It enhances working memory speed. And by combining American ginseng with the essential fatty acid DHA, you're not only seeing the immediate benefits because of the American ginseng, so the function of the brain, but you're also going to get long-term benefits to brain, um, the structure of the brain, which is that DHA. So when you combine the American ginseng and especially DHA, which is in the omega-3, you're getting something that's helping with the function as well as structure. So it's a good overall Good combination. Oh, yeah. Now, let's talk about these... these, Acronyms, EPA, DHA, because they show up on the bottles of omega-3s all the time and in different uh, ratios. So tell me about the difference between EPA and DHA. Basically, EPA is beneficial for things like inflammation. Uh, That would include arthritis, skin conditions, asthma, allergies, cholesterol, blood pressure, heart health. So that's what EPA is good for. DHA is primarily for the brain, the central nervous system, and the retina of the eye. So depending on what your health condition is and what you're dealing with would determine which a component of omega-3 you would want more of. But most people would just get a good balance of both in a day. So maybe a two or three to one ratio of more EPA than DHA. You're listening to The Natural Health Show. This is the place for natural health information and conversation. We'll be back with more after we hear from Julie Danilik and The Natural Health Show's Nutrition Break. Stay with us. Hello, my name is Julie Danilik nutritionist and author of Meals That Heal Inflammation and Slimming Meals That Heal. Canadians are wild about their salmon. In fact, Canada is one of the largest salmon exporters in the world. It's loaded with protein and two blockbuster omega-3s, DHA and EPA, that make you happy, smart, and pain-free. Salmon contains a bioactive peptide called calcitonin, shown to increase collagen synthesis, assisting in the repair of osteoarthritis. Salmon is a sustainable fish source, along with sardines, anchovies, mackerel, herring, halibut, black cod, and arctic char. Eating small fish is recommended at least twice a week. 
For more information on sustainable fish options, check out the amazing nonprofit organization Sea Choice, which provides up-to-date information on the most sustainable choices available per season. Enjoying oily fish and fish oil makes you smarter and happier. Multiple scientific studies confirm that fish oil can reduce the risk of depression, anxiety, and even cognitive decline in the elderly. To learn more about the power of healing foods, visit my website at juliedaniluk.com. The Natural Health Show's Nutrition Break is brought to you by the muscle ache and pain solution, MagSense. This is it, the one and only Natural Health Show, the most listened to natural health radio show in Canada. We thank you for joining us today. Registered holistic nutritionist Caroline Farquhar is our guest. And we're talking brain health and memory and omega-3 fatty acids. And uh, one thing I didn't get to in our last segment was we were talking about uh, American ginseng. And there is, of course, Asian ginseng. So what's the difference between Asian ginseng and American ginseng? The American ginseng differs from the Asian or Korean ginseng in that it's more of a calming effect on the body. And the Asian and Korean, Korean ginseng have a more stimulating effect. So when you're trying to focus and have concentration, the last thing you want is to stimulate your body. You want to have a more calming form of okay. ginseng. Okay. So that's why you will have the American ginseng and is a calming effect. Yeah, it helps you focus. Okay. Now, I'm hearing now that, that uh, kids need to be sure to have good levels of omega-3 fish oils for cognition, for behavior issues, and learning skills. Now, does omega-3 help a child's brain function, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's very good for the growth and development of the brain. So, as I mentioned before, uh, the brain, the central nervous system, the retina rely heavily on adequate supply of DHA, and women who... They should supplement with DHA when they become pregnant and continue to take it during breastfeeding. So some studies have shown that infants fed formulas enriched with DHA show improvements in hand-eye coordination, uh, attention span, social skills, and intelligent test scores. So it's, it's, there's a lot of proof out there. So um, it's very important that kids be taking DHA, especially during those first years of their life where there's rapid brain growth and then when they're in school when they're learning it's very very important now should we be getting omega-3s from the fish we eat or should we actually supplement i mean do, are, are we going to get enough i've heard if i eat three meals a week of fish i'm getting enough uh, omega-3s what do you think well, it's nice to get as many of your nutrients from whole food diet as much as you possibly can. But if you're eating fish just for the omega-3 benefits, your results are often hit or miss. So the amount of oil you get will vary on the type of fish that you eat, how you cook it, and also by the quantity of how much you eat. So in contrast, if you take fish oil capsules, uh, there are a lot more specific formulas. They're geared towards certain ailments. So that means you're going to know how much you're getting each and every time. So right. it's just a more guaranteed way of getting what you need. Now, okay, speaking of amounts uh, of omega-3 fish oils in, in a capsule, what's the therapeutic amount and what would be a maintenance amount? 
Uh, it really depends. Okay, so according to the American Heart Association, the following guidelines apply. So for general cardiovascular health, it's about 500 milligrams a day. For people with known coronary artery disease, it's about 1,000 milligrams a day. But people with elevated triglyceride levels, they need about 2,000 to 4,000 milligrams a day. And then if someone's dealing with rheumatoid arthritis, you're looking at about 2,000 milligrams. Uh, just general brain health, about 500 milligrams. And depression, probably about 1,000 milligrams, but specifically EPA. That one is good for depression in particular. So depending on what your ailment is will determine how much you need. But for good general health, about 500 milligrams. So you think EPA deals with uh, depression? Yes. Even though it's, the, it's the heart health uh, side of it yep yeah wow. which was you surprising to well, me uh, we're going to talk about the role of in inflammation in depression because mm -hmm. there's a connection there i believe uh, a look at trending news in the world of natural health health highlights is on the way in just a few moments holistic nutritionist caroline farquhar is my guest is there a concern about uh contaminated fish oils uh, you know you gotta it depends where you're fishing where are you going to get your little fellas that have got all those uh, beautiful omega-3s You've got to be careful where you get them from, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's a really valid concern with the state of our environment. So you want to choose a fish oil supplement that's undergone third-party testing. So there's a body called the International Fish Oil Standards Program, and it's an international third-party program, and it's basically the worldwide benchmark of compliance. So what they do is they test for key ingredients, so oxidization levels, contamination from chemicals, and that includes things like PCBs, dioxin, furan, heavy metals like mercury. We hear about these things all the time. So the IFOS standards for testing, they're the most stringent in the world. They surpass the Norwegian medicinal standard, the European pharmacopoeia standard. So there is, if, if you're picking a fish oil off the shelf, look for the IFOS symbol on the label. IFOS. Yep. IFOS. And and that's, um, you can, I guess online you could also find information on what they do and how they test and et cetera, et cetera. And well, the get cool information thing on about IFOS is that um, you can take, if you buy fish oil that is certified by IFOS, you can go onto their website and you can see how your lot tested. It's completely transparent. Is there a worry about, about these fish oils going rancid, just like any other oil? Yeah, yeah. So again, that's one thing that IFOS tests for is rancidity. So one of the things you want to do is make sure that uh, you don't subject your oils to, to any heat. That's what turns them rancid. A lot of um, fish oil um, liquids can go rancid a little more quickly because you're always opening and closing the bottle and maybe you're not storing it in the fridge. You'd want to keep it in things. the fridge. Yeah, exactly. But not the capsules. Capsules you don't need to. A lot of them are um, dark gel caps. So um, by keeping the gel caps dark, it, it uh, stops some light oxidization from making the oils rancid. Okay. Let's get back to this brain health and, and memory. Do you think that, it, it, uh, that, that fish oils can, can assist in, uh, you know, as, as being kind of a first responder to, a, to depression rather than going to the heavy-duty meds? Would you think that fish oils would be something that, that you could, you know, start your your uh, start removing that black cloud over your head by consuming fish oils? Absolutely. So research shows that omega three fatty acids can effectively relieve depression without dangerous side effects. So um, there was this large Norwegian study of over twenty two thousand participants, 
And it showed that those who regularly took cod liver oil, which is rich in those omega-3 acids, um, they were 30% less likely to have symptoms of depression than those who did not. And the longer the participants took the cod liver oil, the less likely they were to have levels of depression. So there's a lot of studies that are showing this, and they suggest that people who are still depressed despite antidepressants that we talked about earlier with all of these side effects, um, they may have reduced intensity of depression, anxiety, sleep disturbances when supplementing with omega-3. So even if someone is currently taking antidepressant, they can also take an omega-3 supplement. Without interference and interfering in uh, in their their synthetic um, farmer. Yes. It's the Natural Health Show here with a very special guest, holistic nutritionist, Caroline Farquhar. Lots more to come, but right now, time for the Natural Health Show's health highlights. More with Caroline in just a moment. It's a hand-picked, free-range, not from concentrate, organically digitized, original program. It's the one and only Natural Health Show. Health Highlights is a look at trending news in the world of natural health. Health Highlights is sponsored by Vista Magazine. They are Canada's organic lifestyle magazine, and we thank them for being part of the Natural Health Show. Our topic today, of course, brain and memory health and food is in there as well. So we've decided to talk about one of the most brain-healthy foods of all, and that is the avocado, which we think of as a vegetable when, when in fact, it is a fruit. The avocado is a fruit. Technically, it's a berry, a berry berry, big fruit. Don is here to help us count down four tips to ensure that every avocado that we touch ends up a perfect guacamole or toast ready. Here's tip number one. At the grocery store, use your hands. You really need to pick up those avocados to assess their readiness. When they're ripe, they'll be almost entirely black and soft to the touch. And Steve, if the avocados seem too mushy, put them right back. Yes, and choose a variety of ripeness levels when you're at the store. Yes, Steve, this is what we do. Buy for the week. Look for green and rock hard for the end of the week and ripe and soft for tomorrow. That way the batch will ripen gradually and you can have perfect avocados every day of the week. And by the way, keep whole avocados out of the fridge unless they're already mushy. Generally, you shouldn't refrigerate avocados if you want them to be perfectly ripe and delicious. But if one is already mushy and you're not quite ready to eat it, well, stick it in the fridge and that will prevent it from going bad. But on the other side of the spectrum, if you want the green ones to ripen faster, put them in a paper bag or wrapped in newspaper with a banana. I don't know what it is about avocados and bananas, but that's it. Baby food. (laughs) Well, they seem to ripen each other. Here's number four. Wrap it tight or squeeze citrus over it to preserve it. If you've already opened one and now have a half that is threatening to turn brown, wrap it super tightly, pressing it as close to the flesh as you can before putting it in the fridge. You can also rub a little lemon or lime onto the flesh. The acidity will help it stay fresh and green, and you'll get a little extra complimentary flavor when you're ready to enjoy it. I'm hungry. This slice of delicious green reality comes to us from Lisa Elaine Held at wellandgood.com. Thanks, Donna. Thank you, Steve. The Natural Health Show's health highlights are sponsored by Vista Magazine. They're Canada's organic lifestyle magazine. Ask for Vista Magazine at your local natural health store. Back with more in just a moment.
You know the revolution continues as we search for the ways and means of taking back control over our food, our bodies, our minds, and our healing. You're listening to The Natural Health Show, and Steve Herringer here along with Caroline Farquhar. Caroline, let's talk about a diet that is good for mental health. Got any suggestions? Yeah. (laughs) Nutrition is huge and it's essential for our mental health and mental health conditions can be influenced by dietary factors too. So there's a lot of evidence that are linking diet to mental health problems. So a balanced mood and feelings of well-being can be protected by ensuring that your diet has adequate amounts of complex carbohydrates, essential fatty acids, amino acids, vitamins, minerals, and water. So this means whole fresh foods, not processed, dead, refined foods. You so know. not the Pop-Tart diet is not going to do anything <laughs> for your mind. Sorry, no. <laughs> Gosh. So um, lifestyle activities to take us into a better mental state. Suggestions. Exercise. 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 Get gets, that blood moving. Get those endorphins going. It's yeah, impossible get, to be depressed those, if, you, if you're if you those happy those chemicals in your mind. Going. Get those going. Exactly. Find something that you like, though. Like, don't don't go to the gym and just like, oh God, I got to go to the gym today, and I just don't want to be here. Yeah. Find something you like to do that you look forward to that that makes you happy. Yeah, I mean, it could be running, it could be swimming, it could be you know playing volleyball or signing up and playing some badminton in a gym somewhere or exactly. something. But getting some exercise. And I I think the key is not starting out too heavily. Like not, I'm going to lift that weight if it kills me. (laughs) You know what? It just might. Start slowly. Yes. Be conservative. Now, we talked a little bit about this earlier, and that is uh, making that link between depression and dementia and inflammation in the brain. And we talked about EPA as being... uh, which is a part of the fish oils, uh, being more about calming inflammation and DHA being more uh, cognitive, working on the the brain. But here's the combination of the two, isn't it? I mean, inflammation causing uh, cognitive difficulties. Can omega-3s help? Absolutely. And that is why EPA in particular is good for depression. Because it's reducing that inflammation in the brain. So the EPA for, you know, any sort of inflammation and inflammation causing the brain inflammation, which is causing the depression, that's why that one in particular is is helpful for that. Because I remember when I went to school and and the rule of thumb way back then, about 10 years ago, was um, DHA above the the neck and EPA below the neck. Mm -hmm. And then now more and more studies are showing that it's EPA in particular that is good for depression. Okay, so so where does DHA fit in then? Uh, DHA for the structure of the brain, the central nervous system, and the retina and the eye. So those are the three things that it, it's it's particularly good for. The brain is mostly made up of fat, and so you want it to be the good fats, the fats that are that are malleable, that are going to allow the messages to cross over and transmit properly. Okay. You're with The Natural Health Show. Thanks for being part of the program today. Still to come, our research update from Inspire Health and Dr. Hal Gunn. What are the things to look for when, when you're purchasing an omega-3 fish oil? I know you, you talked about that IFOS stamp, which is very, very important. But uh, what about, you know, how much is in the capsule, what the EPA, DHA um, levels are? How do you determine what's a good buy in terms of getting an omega-3? 
Reading labels is key, especially when it comes to fish oils. And you want to be looking for the EPA and the DHA. You don't want to be looking for total omega because that's where it's very misleading out there in the industry. Um, someone may be thinking, oh, I'm taking a thousand milligrams of, of salmon oil. But if only 30% of that is EPA and DHA, what is the other 70%? A lot of times it's saturated fat. Well, if you've got a heart condition and you need to take a lot of omega-3s in a day, you may inadvertently be getting a lot of saturated fats. You're getting so, fish oils, but you're not getting exactly. uh, DHA and so EPA. So look for the DHA, the EPA. You want to be looking for uh, sustainable sustainable fish. So there's another label you want to look for. It's Friend of the Sea Certification. And it's it's third party. It's non-profit, non-governmental organization. And basically their mission is to conserve marine habitat. And that's really, really important nowadays because we do hear about overfishing and, and all of these things. So um, look for that sign as well as the IFOS. So that's Friends of the Sea. There's a little boat on it. Um, you want to look for, um, maybe if you have to take a lot in a day, you want to look for a concentrated formula. Mm-hmm. So some, some you might need to take 12 in a day to equal four of another one. So concentrated formulas are the best way to get like more bang for your buck for sure. It may look like it's more expensive, but you have to take less capsules, which is great. And then there's some out there that are actually fish gel caps. Which is kind of exciting. Because, the gel cap made out of fish. Yeah, it's made out of fish. So if someone is a pescatarian, so they're fish-eating vegetarians, or someone has religious dietary restrictions, and they can't have beef or pork, which most gelatin capsules mm-hmm. are made of, they can take capsules that are fish gel derived. So that's kind of neat. So there's there's some there's a lot of choices out there in the market. So go into your local health food store and ask some questions. That's right because and and a lot of people who work in health food stores they're very up on this. I mean they can they can explain to you what's what's going on and that is your mom and pop sort of uh, uh, vitamin shop. Um, they know what they're talking about. It's always nice to go in and chat with them because it's very confusing going into uh, natural health uh, shops and it's just loaded with labels of containers of vitamins and it's hard to figure out where where you're going to find what you want and uh, to, to learn a little bit about it it's always nice to to talk to some of the staff they're very good at it more than five million people have alzheimer's in the u.s alone 44 million worldwide have alzheimer's And the rate of new diagnosis is about one patient every minute. Now a new study adds evidence to the argument that fish oil supplementation could be one of the best preventatives uh, we have against the disease. This comes from a Forbes magazine article in 2014. The researchers added that uh, it's still possible that starting fish oil supplementation during or before middle age could protect us against developing Alzheimer's, even for people with a genetic marker. If you think of the gene of Alzheimer's as a light switch, they say, taking fish oil earlier in life could prevent that switch from being flicked on. What do you think? I completely agree. Yeah. And and a lot of research shows that disease is caused by this lack of omega-3s. And that includes things like Alzheimer's. So uh, DHA helps with that structure. EPA helps with the inflammation. So it's going to stand to reason that taking it in middle age is good preventative measure. So think of it like an insurance policy, you know, for good mental health. It's something that it's certainly not going to hurt you to take it every day. And um like my own my own mother is is 80 now and you would never guess in a million years she's 80 but she's been on fish oils for 
probably close to 10 years when as I long started as you've been in the business. It, pretty much. <laughs> and I Mom, really take this. Exactly. I, I think it's because she stays active. Yeah. She stays mentally active, but she also does take these good oils and, and she's providing her body with what it needs to be able to function properly. And it's working for her. registered holistic nutritionist. Caroline Farquhar is my guest. You're with the natural health show. I'm Steve Herringer. Let's get to our research update now from inspire health. Hi, I'm Dr. Hal Gunn, a physician at Inspire Health. Did you know healthy eating may reduce your risk of developing depression? A link between diet and depression has been suggested for some time. A recent long-term study lends further support to such a link. 2,000 men, middle-aged or older, were followed for 13 to 20 years. Their self-reported dietary records were compared with their medical records, looking for any diagnosis of depression. A healthy diet with an emphasis on foods such as vegetables, fruits, berries, whole grains, poultry and fish was associated with a lower incidence of depression compared to an unhealthy diet rich in foods such as processed meats, sugary snacks and drinks, manufactured foods and baked goods. There are many physical health benefits of a diet focused on fresh, unprocessed foods, and the evidence is mounting that there may well be mental health benefits as well. For more research on integrative cancer care, please check Inspire Health's free online research information system at inspirehealth.ca. The Natural Health Show's research update is presented by Inspire Health. Investigate inspirehealth.ca. I have a $100 Natural Health gift basket to give away right now. Compliments of our sponsor this hour, Renew Life. If you are lucky caller number 15, we have a gift basket that will be delivered to your door. The 15th caller at one 855 8647 to say, I listen to the Natural Health Show Revolution is today's winner. Again, that toll-free number is 1-855-333-8647. Back with more in just a moment. It's all about taking back control of our own health and our own healing the natural way. Welcome back to The Natural Health Show. Steve Herrens, you're here. My guest is Caroline Farquhar. Our topic is mental health and memory. In, in a way, we, we kind of try to guess why these, these, these uh, mental functions start falling apart. Our ability to stay concentrated, to, to remember things. What are other things, uh, Caroline, that people can do to improve cognitive performance? I mean, we're, say we're supplementing with fish oils. What else can we do? Exercise. We talk oh, again, about exercise eat your vegetables all the time, and exercise. Yeah, eat your vegetables. Exercise. And, and that includes exercising your brain. So read. You know, that's one of the things that I think that kids like a nowadays, book? a book, with, an with actual With like printed pages book. and paper and all that? <laughs> exactly. Wow. Don't sit in front of that tube that tells you how to think nowadays. Um, find a hobby. Be creative. You know, use that that creativity. Um, one of the newest things I've I've been doing and lots of my friends have been doing is, is coloring that those adult coloring books and just getting your mind active like this color would be great over here or let's create this or do that uh, puzzles card board games those types of things try new experiences stay curious 
uh, socialize. So a lot of people, as they get older, they tend to yeah. you know pull back a little bit. So you want to socialize, take workshops and classes, meditation. We've talked about medica- meditation in the past. Uh, brain training games. There's there's a few websites out there that actually uh, fit brains, and there's a few things that will train your brain. And you do certain games every day, and some of them involve math, which oh, my <laughs> not favorite. my songs. My favorite. <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of different games, and they're fun, and and you're kind of they give you scores, so you can see you're improving every day in every way in your brain. Uh, make sure you're getting enough sleep and reduce your stress. Stress is a killer in so many different ways. And I think that it, it shuts our brains down in some, yeah. to some and degree. I, and, and I would imagine that, that travel would be a good one too. Yes. You know, for, for because you, you do have to stay awake when you're doing that. Uh, yes. You know, the currency is different. The time is different. The food's different. People are talking different languages. There's so much coming on yeah. that you do have to kind of, you know, wade your way through it. Uh, yeah. it, it does take... Um, it takes your mind uh, off of you know your typical say Canadian way of doing things. Yeah. When you've gone somewhere else and they do things different over there. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it uh, opens up your mind. It, it really opens just up your mind. opens up your mind, and you see things, and, and your pers- perspective is so different, and and you come home and you're a different person and you relate to things differently and that really gets it almost like it starts to rewire your your brain a little bit yeah well i, I find that when you uh when you need an uh, a trip or you need some time away you're in a rut mm-hmm. but when you when you when you come back from your time away your holiday you're in a groove yes so it's just, it just depends how you look at it <laughs> but, exactly. but you know t- making that change is really changing your mind. And travel does, well, they say it's educational. It's really an education in itself, isn't it? You're listening to the one and only Natural Health Show. Great conversation today with Caroline Farquhar. Very exciting research is ongoing with omega-3 fish oils. According to neuroscientist Andrew L. Stahl, MD of Harvard Medical School, who has studied the effects of omega-3s on depression, it is possible that increasing the omega-3 levels makes it easier for serotonin, we're talking about that again, a chemical that carries messages from one brain cell to another to pass through cell membranes. So we were talking about the effect of sugar on serotonin. Now we're talking about the effect of omega-3 uh, fish oils on serotonin. Uh, apparently they're, they're, they have direct effects on serotonin levels. And uh, it's funny, this Andrew Stahl from Harvard Medical School, an MD, as I was preparing this script for our conversation, his name seemed to pop up all the time. So if you're looking for any research on uh, uh, omega-3s, you might want to look up uh, his name, Andrew Stoll, S-T-O-L-L. Anyway, do you think, uh, Caroline, that, that, again, omega-3 has an effect on serotonin levels? Yeah, it can, definitely. And and as you mentioned, there is so much more research behind that. And so... Um, Without getting too technical, the same type of cells and neurotransmitters found in our brain are also located in the digestive tract. Yes. So 80% of our serotonin is not actually produced in the brain. It's produced in our gut. It's interesting. uh, Probably not very long ago, it was assumed that serotonin was created in, in in the brain. Yeah, it's only been probably in the last three years that I've come across it pretty consistently. And I've been in the industry for over 10. And so it's it's fairly new 
that it's cropping up over and over and over again. So now we're seeing that connection and the gut. Oh, I know we've talked about the gut so much, but it's like space. (laughs) We still don't know (laughs) what's going on down there. It does, but we are noticing this. So if there's inflammation in the gut and serotonin is being produced in the gut and the, you know, the omega threes, especially the EPA deals with inflammation then you can see how it can help with the brain as well. Let's do a quick review of our conversation today, Caroline, and cover the key messages, starting with why omega-3 fish oils are beneficial to our brain health. Let's start there. Well, the the DHA is good for the structure of the brain. So uh, pregnant women, breastfeeding women, really important that you be getting enough DHA um, because everything you take in goes to the baby first. So mm-hmm. you might not be getting enough for yourself, so make sure you're getting adequate levels. And the uh, the EPA, that's good for things like inflammation. It's good for, for asthma. It's good for heart health, good for um, depression. So look for the, the EPA and the DHA on your labels of your fish oils. Don't be looking for total omega-3s. Look for the EPA and the DHA. That's really important. Now, again, this you see uh, EPA could be 60%. DHA could be 40, uh, depending on, I guess, your supplement. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty healthy ratio, yeah. maybe a two is it, to one. Is it best to go up the middle there then? I mean, as, as If you're going to you go for more of something, uh, you want to go more for EPA. Um, DHA specifically for cognition. So um, if you are having issues with uh, the brain in particular, uh, for kids, you want more DHA. But for inflammation and those types of things, you want to be going more for the uh, the EPA. Okay. And in terms of amounts of EPA and DHA, it's all on the label. Yes. Right. Okay. Wanted to close the show by putting you on the spot just a, just a little bit. Um, let's play Mythbusters. Uh, I, I, I want to know if, if in your travels through the uh, natural health space, and you're traveling right now, you're here in uh, Victoria for the Victoria Health Show, um, I'm sure that after your seminars, people are asking you all sorts of questions, and, and after your talks, they want to, you know, people always want to get a little more information. Uh, what are people saying that you that, that you would like to clear up as being a misconception? In other words, people are getting the wrong idea here, and and uh, you know, or, or misconception. Uh, what what would you like to clear up? Here's the opportunity. Well, I guess especially when it comes to things like uh, like the omega threes, we touched on it a bit. Is that RDAs, recommended daily allowances, are enough, and that I'm getting enough from my food. And it's just not really the case. I think supplementation is really important nowadays. Uh, we're, we're not getting enough from the foods that we're eating, especially if we're not eating whole organic foods that are full of the nutrients that we're expecting from our foods. Um, I think that supplementation is, is really important. And um, if you have a health condition, you need therapeutic doses. You need higher than the recommended daily allowance. So that's when you talk to your natural health care practitioner to find out what would be the best path for you. And maybe vitamin D is a really good example you know, the RDA is a thousand IUs, but we need much more than that, especially in Canada during the winter. Well, the recommended daily allowances are generally pretty conservative, aren't they? They're in, conservative. In almost any supplement. And it's, it's based on perfect health. 
And who has perfect health nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's a good misconception clear up. Thank you so much. It's always great to have a sit down with you, Caroline. Thanks uh, for taking the time out and being with us today. Thanks for having me. This is the Natural Health Show, where every time we hit the air, we make a point of bringing our listeners the views and opinions of top-notch natural health practitioners. We're taking back control of our health one show at a time. I hope you've enjoyed listening today. I'm Steve Herringer. My guest has been holistic nutritionist Caroline Farquhar. I'll be back to close the show right after the Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies. Time now for the Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies. A look at current research-based therapies that are making a difference. Radical Remedies is brought to you by Vitarock.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Carl, MD, medical director at Vitarock.com. You really are what you eat. The British Journal of Medicine states that a Mediterranean diet keeps people genetically younger with their cells showing fewer signs of aging. The study was conducted on 5,000 nurses over a decade. Specifically, scientists looked at structures called telomeres. These are caps that protect our DNA from losing genetic information. With each cellular division, the telomeres shorten. When they reach a critical length, they signal cells to stop dividing, which essentially leads to aging. The nurses on a Mediterranean diet, mainly poultry, fish, fruits, vegetables, and healthy plant oils, showed longer and more intact telomeres, signifying better protection of their genetic code. This directly corresponds to longer cellular life. The reports concluded that such changes over the span of the study translate to at least five more years of life. Keep in mind, this largely applies to prolongation of a very healthy life, since this kind of diet also protects against obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, and cancer, which are the biggest killers in our society. The results of this study are revolutionary, but they are not surprising. Numerous studies have shown that diets rich in antioxidants and low in beef and pork fats protect our DNA from oxidative damage, which means a longer and healthier life. There is no doubt that the benefits of eating healthy food are limitless. I'm Dr. Carl, MD. The Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies is brought to you by Vitarock.com. Thanks to special guest, registered holistic nutritionist, Caroline Farquhar, and to our sponsor this hour, Renew Life. Renew Life has made this hour possible, and we thank them for helping us bring this show to air. Thanks also to all who have helped put the show together. That would be Pat Glover and John Rothorn and my lovely program co-creator, Donna. You can revisit this and all of our past programs by simply visiting our website. It's thenaturalhealthshow.ca. Don't forget the the on the front of that. You can also find us on iTunes by going to the iTunes store and doing a search for The Natural Health Show. Podcasts are free, so take a look and take a listen to us on iTunes. We're also on Facebook and YouTube with our Natural Health Minutes. So look for us all over online. We're there and we're waiting for you. You can also find us on City TV in Toronto and in Vancouver. 
Of course, you can also connect with us at info at thenaturalhealthshow.ca if you would like to know more about the show or about our guests who visit with us each and every weekend. Don't hesitate to connect at info at thenaturalhealthshow.ca. Join us next weekend when we talk heart health and longevity. That's next time. It's all good every weekend right here. The revolution continues. Be well and be back next time for more of The Natural Health Show. I'm Steve Herringer. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to remind yourself today of all those good things you've done and continue to do to make this world a beautiful place. You make valuable contributions each and every day. And of course, you know and I know, not only are you extremely good looking, but you are what make this show go. And we thank you next time.